0: What's going on, folks? Thanks for joining me on another episode of Duck Gun Chronicles. Out here for another podcast, and we just got done with day two of the Iowa Central Opener Hunt, and we had a blast. So, um, just to set the scene for you a little bit, we're sitting in um, a parking lot here, out here on public land, recording the podcast before everybody goes their separate, separate ways and goes home. So, um, we'll tell you all about the hunt. Everything that happened, and stay tuned for that. But before we get to that, guys, let's get a quick quick word from our partners, guys. Um, first off, we got Onyx. Onyx is an awesome app for waterfowl hunters. Again, we used it a lot this weekend, tracking um, where we're going. Actually, I had to guide Tim back to the spot this morning, and I had my Onyx in one hand and the other hand in the air, pointing them left or right or straight through all the cuts. And we made it back there. So um, just a ton of awesome options for the waterfowl hunter. So check them out over there at Onyx. Also, I'd like to give a big thanks to Final Approach. guys. guess Final Approach is the one-stop shop for waterfowl hunters. Whether you're looking for your camo, whether you're looking for waders, decoys, blinds, they have it all and a great selection over there. Um, so check them out. Also, like to give a big thanks to Motion Ducks. Guys, we use Motion Ducks a lot this week for our motion in the set. Um, It was great for the the wood duck hunt today, just having that motion right there. And you can definitely tell that wood ducks key in on that, especially, you know, first light, getting that motion in there. Um, Sets up in minutes and uh, breaks down super easy as well. It is a jerk rig on steroids. Um, So check those guys out as well. Use code Gun 2020 and go to the link, um, motionducks.com slash duck gun and you'll get your best option over there. Guys, sorry if there's any wind. Like I said, we're outside. I, I think I'm hearing a little bit, but nothing too egregious. Also like to give a big thanks to Tetra, Tetra Hearing Guys. Uh, it is uh, the hearing protection of choice for me and Elliot. Uh, they have great technology where you can hear your buddies. You can hear the marsh. You can hear birds. All the things you need to hear when you're hunting, it doesn't take away from that aspect of it. But then when the guns go boom, it silences that. And you don't lose your hearing. So, uh, as waterfowlers, we have a lot of guns going off, a lot of shots, and it's uh it's just a uh, a smart thing to do. You might not always want to do it, but it's a smart thing to do. So, check them out. All righty, let's go ahead and jump into today's podcast. So, guys, day 2 of the opener weekend, and uh I feel like today went pretty smooth.
1: Yeah, it it did. I mean, we we kind of we are kind of had an idea last night of what we wanted to do we wanted to go back out hunt the same spot try to get our our nine wood ducks and then you know be able to be out on our way pretty early in the morning and we essentially did that i mean the plans changed a little bit last minute last night where i left the house and decided i was going to midnight run because i'm going to sleep just as good at home as i am out in a boat so i might as well just go sleep out in the boat and make sure we get to where we want to go so that was like a last minute change but other than that it went like really good
0: Awesome. Yeah, definitely. I, I would definitely agree with all that. Was that the first time you, either one of you guys hunted that spot?
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I've never yeah. been
2: back there.
0: But you guys probably hunted close to it or?
2: Uh, closest I've gotten would be before we make that cut to go back into the timber. Oh, really? We would take that mud cut that runs along it and then we would hunt the dike wall here. Kind of. So it's like timber, but it's more reeds yeah. than timber. Yeah, yeah. and just, and just to,
0: to kind of. You know, we talked about this spot in the last last podcast in this series, um, but you know, it's a it's a it's like a timber hole, but you know, it's not like an Arkansas timber hole. But it's it's like a wood duck timber hole. It's lots of dead dead timber, and then uh, cuts of water going through there. There was barnyard grass and and uh, smartweed, and they definitely weren't roosting in there. That was one concern we had if they're going to be roosting in there, we hunted it in the evening and then, you know, all the boats going in there. But, um, soon as first light came in, they just started dumping right in. And by the time it was shooting light, it was about five minutes before they started flying in. Um, we had a good handful, about a dozen in there Mm -hmm. sitting right on the decoy. So, yeah. And then I made the, I I made the comment that I hate when, (laughs) uh, at first light, when there's just all the action, you're like, you limit out because it's, bad it's hard to uh to film it for youtube right um and i think you guys took that to heart because (laughs) you guys weren't shooting at all and i'm at i'm at a hate it but i wasn't gonna not shoot
2: (laughs) yeah we had nine birds a dozen birds sitting in the decoys people start shooting around us and the birds didn't do anything and i was like well we'll just yeah i'll see what these guys do and so i didn't even pull my gun up for the first two flocks you guys shot at yeah um
0: i will i will have to say that uh you know i've been where people have shot early about, like 15 20 minutes which is like terrible right yeah and uh but both days i think people shot 2 minutes early
1: <laughs> yep yeah so yeah i think this morning was like a minute and a half it was it wasn't too much
0: yeah and that's you know i i think that's kind of maybe it's a little normal for openers mm-hmm. i've been kind of keeping track you know as i go go down um and up they didn't shoot early which i was surprised because um that's where Three years ago, the earliest, it might've been like 25 minutes or like you couldn't see anything. What? Like birds were cupping in and like people were like, once somebody started shooting, then, you know, oh yeah. After like they went through two or three volleys, it screwed us so bad because we had birds cupping right into us. We couldn't see, we had to watch it for 25 minutes Yeah, (laughs) and people were yelling like it's not shooting time, like across the marsh. <laughs> yeah. So that that was the worst I've ever seen. Um, but this year nobody shot ahead up there, and then um, you know, I guess this is the next the next opener I've been on in both days. It was two minutes, so yeah,
1: that's yeah, pretty good. I mean, sometimes you get some guys that are antsy, and I mean, two minutes is still early. Mm-hmm. The laws the law, yeah. But you know, you know, watch might be set a little bit different. Might be looking at something else. You don't really know, and. Like, we have an app here that we use that, like, has the official DNR, like, sunrise, sunset time. Mm -hmm. But, like, if you go on, like, use some weather app, then, like, uh, if you use, like, a weather app and it's a little bit different and you can, like, show the DNR that it is different, then, like, you know, they'll accept it. So there's nothing saying that it's not like, you know, they didn't look at a local station and get a different time or something.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I always make my best attempt to you know get the correct time and all that but you hear from most dnr officers that they have like a little bit of leeway they're gonna give people
2: but mm-hmm. talking on that point i am not exaggerating so uh, i'm affiliated with delta waterfowl and we had a couple dnr officers at our banquet last year showed up you know they were supporting us donating some money whatever in their time they told me word for word. The rule of thumb for DNR officers is 15 minutes either way. <laughs> no way. I'm not lying. They're like, yeah, you know, there's That's, guys. We'll do 15 minutes that either That guy's way. trying to catch you. hundred oh, <laughs> yeah. percent. Like, yeah. you no think way. about 15 minutes before shooting time and 15 minutes after shooting time, like, there's no way, but that came right out of his mouth, and I was like, You got to be kidding. Like, no, there's no way. I agree. I've never done it, but yeah,
0: I could see like them saying, like, Oh, leeway is like three, four minutes or right. something. They probably, they probably messed up. It looks like a shooting light, and they could have made an honest, honest mistake. But if you're shooting 15 minutes before, like, it's on purpose. That's on
2: per- 100%. That's just, de- <laughs> that's not a choice. That was a decision you made. Like, yeah,
1: it wasn't an accident. Uh, yeah. But yeah, no, no one shot. Uh, early, like real, real early, like sketchy early or anything like that today, which is nice. I mean, like that always sucks when you got birds sitting in your decoys and some guy oh, opens yeah. up season ten minutes early, and then you just sit there and watch them all get up, and you, know, you can't, you're helpless. Yep. you know.
0: Yeah. So I ended up um, shooting one and crippling it uh, down downstream. Uh, I want to say downstream, but there's no current down the uh, cut from us a little ways, and um, so I took Chief over there. And <laughs> I'm literally trying to get him to send on this one and he'd send on it and he'd get up on the bank and go to the left. And it was just to the right. He didn't get a mark on it because, well, I sell it a little bit and it was crippled. Then he'd come back and I was just struggling to get him in position. And I tried walking across and it was going to be over my, my, uh, waiters. And so literally while I'm doing that, uh, I have another one come and boom, I pop it. <laughs> <laughs> and like, literally as I'm trying just to get him to get that duck, I, i get my limit over there they just keep passing overhead and yeah. uh like you guys i think you guys missed on one of them and then i shot it yeah that happened on both i'm pretty Did sure Did you
2: get video of the one you shot it hit the tree and then you shot it again as it was falling to kill it in the water yeah that that was the so i was sitting pretty far away i was the farthest away from you at that point all I see is feathers. The bird bounces off the tree and starts flying again. And then you shot it again, and it hit the. Water. It was so cool.
0: Just two days in a row that I I shot a, a wood duck and, and it, it hit a tree. It bounced off a tree. It's like that's pretty crazy.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, you know, I water swatted one on the water to start, and then shot horribly the entire. Right? <laughs> and I had one teal that came in and water swatted that, and then it was just like. It, it, I had such a bad spell there for a while. Like it was so bad, you were like, "Hey, do you want to like switch guns?" You because know, like sometimes you know you switch it up just a little bit, and it's like enough to break the the habit, break the habit of it, and like it was bad.
0: You didn't even, like, answer me. You just, like, turned your back and walked away. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, no. Uh, yeah, I was pretty
1: upset with, like, the shooting this morning for myself.
0: My my words verbatim, I'm like, sometimes when I'm in a <laughs> shooting slump, not that you're in one, but it helps to just change it up a little bit so you don't just go through the motions. You got to, like, shoulder it and think about aiming, you know. Yeah. If you're, like, just in, the, in doing the motions and you're so used to doing it, like, sometimes, like, for me, if I, if I start having a shooting slump, I switch guns and usually that, cracks me out of it pretty yeah. good. So I usually go to my, my gun that I started on uh was my grandpa's A five. I switched to that. I'm always money. So it's a yeah a twenty gauge A five classic. Oh. And uh yeah I switched to that. It's a it always helps me get back on.
1: Yeah, get back on track. Yeah. And I mean like and the thing is is that you know, like if you're listening to this you're probably like, oh missing passing yard shots. No, I'm missing like cake birds at like <laughs> ten to fifteen yards. I'm yeah. missing cake birds at like 10 to 15 yards and it's just like you know it's the most frustrating thing in the world when you just you just can't connect. <laughs> and you know it's there and you know you can do it It's just you know oh, yeah. you have those days.
0: Cuz then at the yeah. end you we waited. I thought we weren't going to. I told you guys I I lost faith because Tim you're just uh along for the ride it seemed like yeah, <laughs> you so just this, weren't seeing any birds.
2: This morning I was like, "You know what? I'm going to try so, so usually I'm the guy in the boat and Hunter will test this that like I get excited and, like, I'll just shoot at everything as long as it's in our decoys. This morning I was like, let's try something else. We had tons of birds working us. So I was just patient. There was, like, I think there was a solo that came in that no one saw. I was able to shoot that. And then uh, another solo came in from the other direction, and I shot that. And I had two birds right away. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to be patient. And I wanted to shoot a, wanted to try to shoot a Drake. I had two hens. And... uh so we were kind of waiting. Hunter and I let a couple hens land, and we didn't shoot them. And, like, there was a point today where I was like, "Uh, maybe I should have shot that hen. Like, it was a killable bird. It landed in our decoys.
0: Oh, yeah. And you we, guys were both kicking yourself because you let. Yep. We tried to. We're trying to select drakes because we knew there would be a lot of wood ducks. Hey, look, there's four ducks cupping right in there. Yeah. You know? So. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, working right into that. Oh, hole. Yeah
0: dumping right in so yeah we're sitting out here in the in the the parking lot we can see the marsh right here and uh it's just beautiful country so um but yeah you guys are both kicking yourself about being selective and oh the birds aren't gonna fly right because we're i mean we're we're out there we wanted to shoot our wood duck limit you know yeah and some people would rather just shoot drakes and that's it but we're not
1: (laughs) we're not gonna be that yeah. And it's like, you know, you get like that wood duck lull where they fly a bunch and then it like tapers off and then you're like, well, I'll never see another wood duck again today. Yep. You that's know? what it feels like. And like we got into that lull and I'm just like, man, this sucks. Like this sucks. And then I, <laughs> I
0: told you, I don't think there's going to, you're like, should I wait till there's another lull? I'm like, I don't think there's going to be another lull. I think this is
1: it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You <laughs> didn't say that.
0: So, but there was. We, we ended up getting a few more. And like right there at the end, like you guys missed. Quite a few, okay. It happens to all of us. I'm not like I'm not ragging anybody, but uh, then you just clean clean clock two of them, yeah. Pillowcase them, and then sure enough, same thing. Uh, Tim got one guy going away a little bit and and clunked it down.
2: Like hey, they're coming over your head, and I'm like looking up because there's trees above us, so I couldn't see. And he's like shoot it, and I was like I don't even see this bird, and like last second I see it flying out. And
0: oh yeah, it flew probably ten yards over your head.
2: Never saw it. (laughs) well we even had like the
1: one like henwood duck that uh it like cut in between the decoys and everything didn't land but it was like feet down Mm -hmm. over the decoy and then no actually it did land it landed and then i was gonna shoot it and then like it must have saw me move and it like got up and it got behind the the mojo so i couldn't shoot and then Tim shoots and whiffs on it, and it cuts. And, I mean, like, it was it, it's feet, like five it was, yards above our head.
2: It was two feet from my face at one point. <laughs> yeah. And Jordan goes, why did you even shoot? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that,
1: that one was crazy. <laughs> I can't believe we that, that one got out. Yeah. Like, it was just – that was the essence of how my shooting went today. I,
0: I do feel like wood ducks always bring – like wood duck hunts where you're actually going in, like, a hole uh, and targeting wood ducks like that. Like, it's just – it just brings a measure of chaos every time because they just are, they're a little sporadic. Like as soon as they start to cut in, like they just waffle and, and maple leaf and they're just going all over the place. And then you have like 10 of them coming in at once. And yeah, I enjoy hunting wood ducks a lot. And I think, you know, so I think some of the Southern people, I say that if I say that to them, I'm talking I'm like, you can have all the wood ducks you want. Like you can take all of ours, you know? Yeah. And, um, but like for us, and I think you guys probably being a similar, but it's like season opens up and we get like just two, three weeks of hunting wood ducks. So I'll get on like, you know, three, four, five really solid wood ducks hit, hunts a year. And so for me, that's almost something like special, right? I target them. I try to do it. They're really fun, fast-paced hunts. And so I just, uh, you know, I really enjoy them. I don't know how you guys feel about them, but.
2: I think I think people that say wood ducks don't decoy are just flat wrong like
1: yeah they're not hot the right spot
2: no we had birds today and the, bringing up your point how they're just sporadic is like there's some ducks you'll shoot and if they lock in they're you know they're coming it doesn't matter uh and it feels like with wood ducks they'll lock up and they're you know they're waffling down but if they see one thing out of place they'll just turn a wing and see you later yeah, yeah. Yep. and so
1: there's another flock of four going <laughs> sure you don't want to go set up for some puddle ducks this <laughs> afternoon.
0: it would be fun we do have birds left in our limit but
2: but i think this was my first like i've never targeted wood ducks i've always shot wood ducks by the when they pass but uh
0: you just had to have an indiana boy come in and <laughs> yeah
2: so that was the first time i'd done that today and like It was really cool to watch them. Like we could see a long way when they were coming in. Sometimes a couple of them, and just to watch them, just key on the motion duck and just literally just float. It just looks like they're just floating in
0: until they get right there, and then it's like yeah, and
2: then they're they're, like all over the place. (laughs) But it was really cool to see. I mean,
1: yeah, and it, it was it was a fun hunt. I mean, really, it it started off great. And our shooting was absolute garbage. And then it got better. And we weren't by anybody. You know, we were kind of by ourselves. We had our own little cut. We had a plan of what we were going to do. And it we executed on the plan. And that's always a satisfying thing. Whether you're hunting whatever kind of birds. Is, you know, like it's satisfying to have a plan and being able to like act on the plan. And it go the way you kind of want it to.
0: Yep. Definitely. Yep. Smooth sailing. You know, we had the little hiccup with the shooting. But besides that. Yeah, we ended up three man limit. You know, we forgot one thing though. What? So we had we had that group of like twelve geese. Oh yeah, and they were just coasting. They were looking for a place to go, and um, and yeah, I mean we all they weren't they weren't because we didn't have decoys. We had the spinner running, and so we all keyed in on, on that last goose. We keyed in on it. Uh, it was probably like a thirty yard shot, just passing over. And we probably could have killed a couple more, but that one goose, I mean, he was just a giant. We all hit him like three or four times. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I mean, he, even when he fell, he still was alive and, you know, we had to clean him up on the water, but uh, I, that thing might've been the biggest goose I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Did you have
2: your GoPro on at that time? Oh yeah. Cause I want to watch that footage in the video just cause of this goose. We literally hit it. And like you said, we all shot towards that bird. And it just literally, it didn't even, like, I don't even know. It was obviously hit. The bird is doing, like, what they do when they come into fields, just backpedaling, trying to land because he was so high after we had shot him. Hits the water hard, and then all of a sudden his head comes up, and he just starts taking off. I was like, oh, no. Like, (laughs) Yeah. The the funny thing was is so the whole time we've been here, yesterday afternoon and even this morning, I was like, hey. Tree top height, these geese fly over, we're shooting them. And the one time I get up and I go in doing something with my dog, all of a sudden Jordan goes, get down, there's geese coming. And, like, I turn and they're, like, flying. No, they they weren't even – they were cupping
0: in. They were, like, trying to come land.
2: And I was like, of course, the one time I'm out of place, not so I'm, like, trying to creep towards you guys without flaring them. You
0: definitely flared them a little bit. I'm not going to (laughs) lie.
2: 100% did. Well, and
1: then, like, what's even funny about that is I'm shooting, you know, like, fours fours and sixes at these wood ducks and the teal and stuff so i'm I'm shooting light loads and so as soon as we hear these geese come over i have a couple in like my shell holder a couple twos that way uh you know like i got a couple twos in the shell holder that way i can always switch it out if we hear geese coming in and i'm like ejecting shells on the ground and jordan's like you ain't got time you ain't got time i'm just hucking shells into the gun yeah ended up working out but oh yeah that was a huge goose like monstrously yeah. large
0: like I said, chaos. It was chaos. Yes, it
1: was chaos. <laughs> so
0: fun, hot. Yes, it was. All right. So here we go. Here's the question for you guys. Uh oh. The two days, lessons learned. What, what lessons you guys learned from the, the opener?
2: Who can I start? Yeah, go ahead. Perfect. Don't invite your friends to come sit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no.
0: I we, mean. Yeah, we even talked about that in, over, uh, like, afterwards a little bit mm-hmm. more, you know, and you said that, like, you really do feel like somebody is going to sit up really uh, close. Like
2: we've hunted that area enough. We know that is.
0: What's the yardage going to be? Did we talk? Did like, we say this on the podcast? One hundred yeah. and fifty
2: yeah. at most. Yes. At yes. most, they'll be away from you. That's crazy. So knowing that, that's why we did it. Sure. Hindsight twenty twenty, obviously.
0: Hindsight, you probably you sit if you're going to have your buddy yeah, come get in, them,
2: get them away from us a little more,
0: a little bit more, and get the upwind spot, right? Yeah. Yes. Like yeah. if if you actually did the work to scout it, mm-hmm. and you're not really. Yep. You know. You're not,
1: you're not screwing them. <laughs> yeah. But. yeah.
2: But, yeah. So.
1: Yeah. Yep. So I got, I got another one. And sure. this is like tomorrow's, at, or tomorrow's, yesterday's <laughs> afternoon hunt. And that is that like, uh, you know, the uh, willingness to like move and learn. You know, like, you know, we sat there, we saw one group like turn or flare off of us. Not quite sure. It doesn't really matter. But we kept seeing them go down to this cut. We just kept seeing them work into this cut. And it was like, okay, I'm just going to go check it out. You know, I'm just going to walk over there. It's only a hundred and some yard walk. I mean, even if it is a crappy walk, I can still just go check it out. The worst thing that happens is I go, not worth, turn around and come back. Yeah. And uh, the other part of that is like being able to have mobile spreads because we hunt a lot out of boats. And so we're used to hunting spreads off of boats, being able to go out with a couple dozen decoys and... You know the motion stuff that you can throw out in a boat, and the weight that you can carry around in a boat. And I only have to hook it from where I'm at in the boat to the spot. I don't need to carry them anywhere. And so one of the things I learned yesterday is about like at least having somewhat of a movable spread, something that's easy to move around and like, you know, just be able to pick up and move if you have to.
0: Yeah, I really like the motion ducks for that mobile thing too. Mm -hmm. And then if you're gonna pick up, and I only have the four right now, just because I've been kind of trying that out a little bit. I've always done the ultimate, but. Which is seven ducks. If you have seven ducks, it's almost like that's almost all you need. You know, mm-hmm. I usually bring like a handful of other things to throw around it, you just you know, to kind of fill out your spread. Yeah. But if you have that seven, and it's just so mobile because you you uh, pull them all off the puck, throw it over your shoulder, and and you start walking. So, um, and then all you got is one anchor. Right, you got the one big anchor you throw in there, and your whole set is set up. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then two, it's also it goes pretty deep you don't you know sometimes your if your anchors yeah. aren't as deep on your your decoys having that bungee you can't get it a little deeper on that mm-hmm. when you don't know where you're walking and, and your setup but i definitely agree with you on that man i'm i'm actually a huge proponent of moving and changing and uh, you know i see something just a, a few times and i'm i'm getting going and, and checking it out sometimes it bites you but usually it's like Like you said, you're learning, and it's all about the long game, and we're all young enough that we're going to be hunting for a long time, we all hope, you know, and uh, you find new spots, learn new things. I'm sure you guys will probably be checking this spot, you know, every year from time to time. Now you're like, oh, this is a little wood duck honey hole, and I love finding these little wood duck honey holes because um, they are pretty – you know, they usually produce year in and year out.
1: Mm. Yeah, which – and like I said, we're just – That's another thing I guess I can say I kind of learned is we kind of get married to the boats a little bit around here because we have a lot of areas that you kind of have to hunt out of the boats and the marshes that like it's way easier to hunt out of the boats, you know. And so we kind of end up getting married to them sometimes. And so it's like the ability to have the boat and then unmarry myself from it. You know, I don't I don't have to hunt out of it. I don't have to use it.
0: Yeah. It's like having the right tool for the right job. I mean, yeah. having your boat, I mean, you can still beat everybody out to that spot. Mm-hmm. And then from there, you walk in. So, and you get pretty close. Yeah. And you walk in. So, it's like, yeah, you don't have to hunt out of it. You still use the boat. And yeah. it's still, you know, you, you guys have really nice boats. So, it's, <laughs> it's going to do everything it needs to. And then you have to walk, you know, your last hundred yards to the,
1: yeah. the little hole or whatever, you know.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And. Uh, you got any, you got another one, Tim?
2: Uh, I mean, I don't know this for sure, but we showed up, what, 4 o'clock yesterday? Is that
1: right? Probably. Two
2: hours? Two and a half hours? Sure. Something like that? And we absolutely banged, compared to people that were sitting around us already, we go in <laughs> there and just destroyed the ducks, shot mm-hmm. our limit, got our birds we needed, and I don't know if those guys that wanted to be there this morning saw us or heard us. But yet again, if you were doing a lot of banging, like you chose last minute to midnight run. Yeah. Uh we wouldn't have gotten that spot. The, the boat that put in with Hunter this morning wanted that spot and Hunter was able to beat him to it. Yeah. Um so just be aware, I guess. If you're banging around people, people take note of that. I mean we talked about that in the teal opener too. Like yeah. you just gotta be aware of
1: Yeah, when you're on public ground, everybody knows. Yep. You know. And even like Elliot talked about that, where he's like talking about how he's got some secret honey hole. And then you go out on an opener and you realize that <laughs> five guys actually know about your secret <laughs> honey hole, you yep. know? And like, that's true. There's really, in reality, if you hunt an area that has even moderate pressure, you're not going to find something that someone else doesn't know about. It's whether or not someone else is willing to put the effort in to hunt it and, you know, be willing to move it and do the stuff required to hunt it or even care to look and check it out to see if they it's fourth worth hunting.
0: Yep. You know? Yeah. Usually secret hunting holes is because you have a really good hunt at some point. Mm-hmm. It's not usually that good all the time, you know. Yeah. So somebody's hunted it and they probably had like a decent hunt or no they can shoot birds out of there and mm-hmm. they come on opener and they're they're probably like a filthy casual and only hunt a few times a year or whatever, but yeah.
1: <laughs> filthy casual. <laughs> but you know, on
0: uh on you know, if it's if it's uh November mm-hmm. that's when you get the people who aren't just here just for openers and, and all that. And then maybe you do
1: have your honey hole, your secret spot to yourself. But. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. It It is, it's interesting to be away from people. You know, we, we struggle with that on our part of the state sometimes just because of the, the population density and the, how close some of these areas are to pretty big population centers mm-hmm. that like, it just, sometimes it gets hard to get away from people. And so it is nice, you know, like yesterday we were talking about in the morning, we, sat in a marsh with seven groups and you could, you know, throw a rock at half of them. <laughs> and like, you know, it's like, and you come out here and you're kind of by yourself and it's just, it makes for a way more satisfying hunt.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think we talked about it and cause you're, I think I can't remember if I said it or you guys said it, but I was saying that uh, I'm not 100% sold on this. I need to get a little bit further away from the hunt to, to evaluate it 100% without bias, but You know, I I said that I think I enjoyed like the wood duck hunts more, and because if we are by ourselves, you know that that obviously adds into it. But you know, if we go in the marsh and shoot a mixed bag, and we were by ourselves, I think I would have you know it'd been close comparison. But the fact that we couldn't get away, yeah, and people, you know, it just makes like you said, it's more enjoyable to be out there by yourself and semi. We're still had we could we could hear people banging around too,
1: yeah. So you have any lessons from the opener then that we haven't already touched base on? Oh, you know, uh, probably <laughs> <laughs>
0: take a take a second to think. I was kind of
1: thinking while you guys talked, and um, you know, I don't. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah <laughs> like the top said, of my head.
1: Like I said my big ones are like the don't be afraid to try new stuff. Yeah, like, and learn, and like even if it's not. Like we scouted that area out. And even if we went back there and it's like, Hey, this is not where the ducks, where the wood ducks want to be. We kind of found a spot that maybe later in the year, some, some mallards might want to come into because it's fairly close to some other stuff that we know. And it's got some good food back in there and it's kind of secluded and away from a lot of other hunters. And maybe it'll be a spot that some birds will want to go back into during mallard season or when the mallards show up and all that stuff.
0: Oh yeah. No, but it's been a blast guys. Um, definitely. Enjoyed the time out here with you guys again, and uh, we've hunted a lot this season. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) it's like you said, you hunted with me more than you hunted with some of your buddies on all season. (laughs) Yeah, came up for uh, we've been on seven hunts now, so that's super cool. Um,
2: Got some more planned. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. What are you doing next weekend? Uh, (laughs) What's your plans now?
0: Next weekend uh, we got the Michigan South Zone opener, so um, that's where I'll be heading. I got some good buddies I'm going to hunt with, and um, and you guys, what, you got your south zone opener, too?
2: We got the south zone opener, so we get to hop back in the boats and sleep in them, because <laughs> it gets a little nutsy down there, so. Oh, yeah. man,
0: I'll tell you what, this is uh, this is like my thir- third weekend in a row of of traveling, and, and I'll, I think, I don't know exactly what I'm going to do next weekend as far as traveling, but I think uh, I'm getting worn down to a frazzle. <laughs> 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 I'm ready for a... Uh, you know a home hunt, I guess, yeah, just <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's it's been a it's been an awesome start to the season, and
1: uh you know, and the grind part of the season hasn't even really started yet,
0: oh, the whole season's a grind, what are you
1: talking about? <laughs> I don't know, like typically, around here, we kind of get towards a grind like uh first second week in November, that's when you can really see the numbers really fall for hunters and stuff like that, oh, yeah, and like that's when like it's like you have to put in more work to get get birds and you have to like you have to kind of know more of what's going on. It just turns into a grind sometimes. Sure. You know? I don't know what you mean.
2: This is usually I'm this, at the- this weekend and then like a couple weekends from now or like I call my lazy weekends. Mm. <laughs> Cause I don't, I don't have to go very far from the house. Okay? Yeah, there you go. And then from then on it's, we're driving yeah. finding
0: birds. Oh yeah. Yeah. That, that's, that's, You know, this is actually my grind of the season because I do the chasing the opener series Mm -hmm. and I got to travel every weekend. I was telling you guys, this is my shortest drive I've done so far. So, you know, that's, that's the grind for me after that. And it's like, I'm usually staying an hour and a half away from home to two hours away from home Mm -hmm. on weekends or, or, you know, on trips. That's kind of my max range. Um, And then I do have some trips planned in November and then, you know, but then all the home hunts. You know, it's uh, not as much of a grind easy, for yeah, me. Easy, It's not as easy. You might, you know, you might have worse hunts. You might have to work harder for it, but, um, at least I'm not like, I, I have to say it. I don't know how to say this in a way, uh, cause I'm saying at least I don't have to travel, but I enjoy the travel aspect too. Mm-hmm. So,
1: yeah, it just kind of sucks that like, you know, we're going gonna, gonna, to, by the time I get home, take a shower, I'll be back in the bed taking a nap <laughs> and you'll still be two hours away from home.
0: Yeah. And last weekend I had to take a nap on the way home. I stopped at a, <laughs> at a park and I crashed for like 30 minutes and then I woke up and I was fine. But okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And like, I understand where that becomes kind of a, kind of a grind. And, you know, we had talked about that too on the teal opener when you were here about like hunting the morning, hunting the night. And then like, you yeah. know, eventually you just, you can only do so much,
0: you know? Yeah. Like today we probably wouldn't hunt the night. We'd just be like, Oh, we shot our wood ducks. And be good.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. We're going to hang out tonight, and then we will be in tomorrow. You know, if that was – well, mm-hmm. Tim and I will there be out tomorrow. But yep, there you go. Yeah, it's just uh, – I understand the grind aspect of it. Oh, yeah. Good deal.
0: All right, fellas. Well, I think this is a place to go ahead and, and wrap it up. So I'm Jordan, Deccan Chronicles, Hunter and Tim. Again, thanks for joining me on the podcast. Yes. And we'll see you guys on the next one.